This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. An Odyssey station from the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. This is Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. It's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Class. Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good afternoon. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News from Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm Mark Cumberland, along with my co-host, the mortgage mom, Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I am doing fabulous, Mark. Just fabulous! Very good. And we're excited to be talking to you every Saturday about the real estate market since we're the only real estate show in the Philly market. And we're here every Saturday at 1 o'clock. If you want to ask us a question about residential, commercial, mortgages, whatever your need is, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We're here to keep you informed because the real estate market is the one thing that's still booming and the media will not talk about it because it's good news. So, And you can listen to this show and past shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, and also at good, at WPHT's website. So what's coming up today? So, Mark, it's also exciting to say that our radio show is hitting Florida. So we got a lot of new listeners, um, and that's exciting as well. So coming up on today's show, we have the market report. Yes. We have the business tips with Asking Dr. A. Yes. We have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. And our mortgage mom topic. Which is what? Tapping the equity. Tapping the equity. There's a lot of that out there. There is a lot going on, Mark. We also um, have our guest today. We have Javier Nichols with the New Agent Handbook, and he's going to enlighten us on some good stuff today. Very good. We also have our questions. And the first one is, can you negotiate the price of a bank-owned home? The next question yeah, I, is, where can I find a real estate agent code of ethics, if the, if there is such a thing? Yeah, there's one. They yeah. don't follow it too much, but there's one. I, it's going to be a rant, I can tell, <laughs> so we got to keep you on point with that. And the next one, can a yeah. broker sign an exclusive buyer representation agreement with a buyer when that broker is representing the seller as a dual agent? Isn't this a conflict of interest? Not in my mind. The next question is, is it legal for an agent representing the buyers in a deal to lend money to their client for the down payment on a home? Now, that one might be a little questionable. It's always a gray area, Mark. Always a gray area. All right. And also, our topic of the day, 
10 myths buyers and sellers believe in the current market part two. Yeah, I didn't finish this up last week, so we're going to give it another shot today. You got it. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that, but the really great make you feel that you too can become great. And that is true. Keep away. I've experienced yeah. that in my career. Yep. People tell me, ah, you can't do that. Yeah, watch me. That's what that's all I gotta <laughs> do is say, you can't do that. Well, that oh, goes really? that goes back when you were dating, like in high school, or I know for me, my mom would say, I don't really like you going out with that guy. I'd be like, Oh yeah, well maybe I'll just marry him then. <laughs> like you yeah. always did the yeah. opposite. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, my my wife was like that when I first met her. Don't tell me not to do what to do, because then I'm going to do it. Right. How'd that work out for you? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I should have dissed her. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So where are we at? So, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is Frank Spell. So there at least is one bright spot, spot amidst all these inflation worrying which is really ticking me off. Uh, I could really rant on that one. Sales of existing homes jumped up by 20% in June, according to the National Association of Realtors, and mortgage applications rose by 4% last week, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association. It also appears that there's a strong housing market has a ripple effect on this hurting economy. Like We are the one industry that is cruising along and there's some bumps in the road, but you know they better stop tinkering with it because you screw with you screw with uh, housing, it goes all the way down to the guy working at Home Depot because the builders don't build and everything else. My son stopped at Home Depot the other day, pick up a two by four, a two by four was sixteen dollars. That's insane. Nineteen, mo- 19 months a two by four was two dollars and fifty cents, and a sh- one sheet of sheetrock was thirty six bucks. You know, it was interesting. There was all these people in the in return line bringing back tools they built, bought, <laughs> because now the tools are double the price. So they wanted to make money on the purchase. Oh, my made. God. No, you can't Unbl- do that. I'm telling you, they're, they're giving it a shot. So anyway, back to the mortgage report here. Buyer, you know, and of course, when you're buying, you got to move. So there's got a contract with some movers. There's all kinds of impacts of what housing does. And even though the rates are going up, still around five and six historically is not a bad rate compared to the people that have been around like me in the 80s when we paid 14%. So, you know, is there going to be a couple bumps? Yes. There's not going to be a bubble. There's not going to be a crash. And if this people in charge would stop tinkering with the rates, which is not working, they should leave it alone. When it's not broke, don't fix it. And, you know, so... In reality, the lack of inventory is our biggest issue. Correct. So if we get some people back in the back into the market realizing it is the best time ever to sell, and that helps a little bit, I think we're gonna be all right. So the market is in good shape. All right. Don't listen to the media. Speaking of good shape, tell you us ready? about the rates. Yep, 30 year yeah. fixed rate, six point one two five. You can pay one point and get that down to five point seven five. Your 15-year yes. fixed is at 5.25%. Um, your 5-1 arm is at 4.5%. Your 30-year FHA, 
5.75 and your VA is Damn. at the same. So rates are still good. I mean, you know, they're hovering, they're changing every day. So still a good time to do what you got to do. Yeah, no matter what, in 6.7 million people live in Philly Metro. Somebody's moving and buying no matter what. So with that, you're listening to Good News from Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive all the time. So we at, Deanne? So Mark, we are up to your funny story. So I got one for you. I had a lady uh, text me today. Looking for an apartment. She says, but I can only spend $2,800 a month. I was like, bye. Anyway, <laughs> talking about rentals. So this property manager dies, finds himself standing in the front gates of heaven. St. Peter tells him, you know, you have a choice. You've been right on the fence. You can go to heaven or you can go to hell. I suggest you check them both out before deciding. So he chooses to check out hell first. He goes down to hell. He finds himself in a big party, biggest party he's ever seen. People dancing, drinking, doing a limbo. Everybody's doing all kinds of stuff. He was laughing, having a great time. Next day, St. Peter takes him up to heaven to look around. Everything's white, pristine. People are speaking very softly about philosophy, mathematical formulas. Others are simply contemplating, being very serene. He gets bored in about five minutes. St. Peter then says to him, well, what do you want? You want to sleep on it? Meet back here in the morning. I'll, I'll let me know your decision. Next morning, he comes back. He says to St. Peter, he goes, heaven's very nice and all, but it looks great, but I decided hell. So St. Peter puts him on the escalator down to hell. When he gets there, Satan's whipping people. There's fire everywhere. Everybody's screaming in pain. He goes over to Satan. He goes, what gives? He goes, yesterday, I come here, check out the place. Everybody had me partying. It looked like a great time. What happened? Satan looked at him. He said, well, you used to be a property manager, right? Is you want to know the answer to your own question? Yesterday you were a prospect. Today you're a resident. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You got to read that. That's lease. A good you got to always read that lease. <laughs> 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 so now it is time for the Mortgage Mom segment with Deanne Katsaris from Green Tree Mortgage. And her topic today is tapping the equity. And it is not a song for you to write. I could probably write a song about that. <laughs> but the question we always get, Mark, is can you use the equity in your house to buy another home? So with the way that the house values have increased, you may be thinking that now is a great time to buy a second home or even an investment property, which I highly agree. But having enough money for a down payment on a new home is often one of the biggest struggles homeowners are facing. And many people, they don't want to tap into their 401k or their cash that's in the in the shoebox under the mattress right now. But you may be wondering if it's possible to tap in the equity you have in your existing home. So for some homeowners, you may be able to leverage the equity you have built up in the existing home to actually buy another property. And there are a few options for using that equity in your house and you always want to consult your accountant to see if there's going to be any tax implications. Um, but let's look at some options that you may have that's already in your existing home. So the first option is you could refinance your existing property. 
And that means you're doing a cash out refinance home loan. So a cash out refi allows you to tap into the equity in your home and take that cash directly out. And this cash can not only be used to buy your second home or an investment property, you can pay off some bills with it. You can remodel your home. You can also use it to put your kids through college. But this money can also be used as a down payment on another property. Now, it's there's a couple things that you need to remember. There are some seasoning requirements on your down payment funds when you buy a home. So you want to check with me to make sure that you're in line. So most times when you take out the equity in your house, you want it to sit there for at least 60 days. That way you don't have to source where it came from. But refinancing your existing property may allow you to top into the equity and use it for a down payment on another home. The interest rates on primary residents are usually lower than they are on investment homes. So if you're going to do a cash out on an investment property, that interest rate is going to be higher than it would be on your primary residence. So typically when you're cashing out on your primary residence, you cannot exceed 80% of the home's value. If you take out a second mortgage, that's another way to tap into the equity in your existing home. And there's many second mortgage options, including a home equity line of credit, other known as a HELOC. And a HELOC works like a line of credit against your home. You don't have to draw all the funds out at one time. Okay. It can provide you with funds needed. Maybe you need to take 20,000 out at a time. Maybe six months later, you want to take another 50 out. So as long as that line of credit is available, you can also use that to fix up your home and buy another home. Right. I used to do that. Again, there's going to be. Yep, exactly right. Again, there's going to be some seasoning requirements. So you need to plan ahead um, and let me know what your time frame is on that. Season a little salt, little pepper, yeah. some garlic. Like who comes up with the uh, time frame for the season? I never get invited to the meetings. You know. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> All right. Government. So when you use, <laughs> we're here to help. When you use yeah. your existing home equity to finance a second home, you can stand to lose the primary if you fall behind on those payments. So again, you have to do the overall picture and budgeting to make sure that everything was within your budget. Just because you qualify for this large sum coming out doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to fit into your budget because the income that we're using is your gross income, not your net. So again, you want to look at the whole picture and make sure that we're managing your budget correctly. Does that make sense? Yes. (laughs) Any questions? No. Uh, at what on a new one you're going to have to put down twenty percent though probably right on a new one what on new investment piece if you buy a single family investment property you're going to need to put fifteen percent down that's not bad if you do a duplex it's going to be twenty and anything any more units than that you're going to be at twenty five percent but your second home you only need ten percent right so if you want to buy that house down the shore tap into the equity that's in your current home. down is all you need for a second home. And the interest rate is going to be the same as it would be on your primary residence. That's good. So I think you should do that because everybody needs a second home down the shore. And then once you get a second home, Mark, you're going to realize that you have so many more friends than you ever knew you had. 
No doubt about it. (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably be there before me. (laughs) Exactly. So again, you just have to understand the pros and cons and we can do that together. You want to outweigh them and just see what makes sense for you. Um, Give me a call. My number is 609-605-7153. You can also go to my website, which is mortgagemom.net. There's a lot of information. The shows are on there. A lot of the blogs are on there. So it'll give you a real good idea on what we're doing. All right. Very good. That was good to know. See, a lot of people right away would think you need 20, 20, 25% down and you you (sighs) might not. All right. So tell me, what's the first question? All right. So going into the question and answers, our first question is, can you negotiate the price of a bank owned home? Sure. Like if a bank's in foreclosure and you submit an offer, you know, everything's negotiable. Uh, The problem with the banks right now, getting a bank owned home is not too easy because there's not that many of them. The foreclosure rates really low. Uh, Normal foreclosure rate in the country is three to four percent. And in the worst market in history, it was five in 08, 5.1. Right now, it's like 1%. So there's not that many of these bank-owned homes. There always is a certain amount because of jobs, divorces, everything else. But negotiating with the banks on these things are a pain in the butt, to be honest. I mean, they don't live by the time frames that the agents and the buyers do. You know, we put it in the contract. We, you go, we need an answer within two weeks. And yeah, they, they don't could, have a time they, frame. Yeah, they don't care. They could care less. But you can and, negotiate. You, know what's- you can negotiate, and maybe sometimes you can get lucky. But in this market, they're probably going to be looking for as much as they can get. Right. And if you don't ask, the answer is no. So do right. it. All right. Question number two: Where can I find real estate agent code of ethics, and is there such a thing? Yeah, there is a thing. And you can go to National Association of Realtors website and you can read the code of ethics. And and if you if you are a realtor, you joined a board and a National Association of Realtors, you're supposed to live by a code of ethics. Now there's about there's about 2 million realtors in the country and there's about a million one that belong to the Association of Realtors. Not everybody belongs to that. So and they're really picky about they don't want you to if you're not a member of a board they don't want you to call yourself a realtor because you didn't pay the dues right but there is a code of ethics and like you and you either have ethics or you don't you know they right. you're not going to eth- take a test yeah, yeah. and get you're, ethics you know if you're unethical you're unethical you know right. so it's what's the next one but there is All right. the next question is can <laughs> Not everybody follows it, but the next question is, can a broker sign an exclusive buyer representation agreement with a buyer when that broker is representing the seller as a dual agent? Is this a a conflict? Yeah. I mean, if I have a listing and a buyer calls me up from the sign and says, I want to see this house and I take them there and I said, you know, I'm the listing agent now. If you want me to be, represent you, I can have a, sign a buyer agency agreement with you, which will make me a dual agent. Now, there's brokers and there's people out there that don't think you should do this, which I think is ridiculous. Because if you have ethics, you can be fair with both parties. 
Now, if the buyer says to you, well, you know, you know what the seller wants, what's the lowest will take? I, I said, I can't answer that question. Right. You know what the sales price is. Tell me what you want to offer. You can do it if you have ethics. If you're unethical, yeah, it's a different ballgame. But I've done, I used to do tons of them because I was a listing agent. And yeah. that was the whole point of getting listings that I got a buyer. Right. And, and you're then, right. And, I, and you know what? In reality, the buyers and the sellers were happy. I was the only one in the middle because they knew this deal was going to happen. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I have three buyers right now that have chosen the listing agent as their buyer's agent. And I think, you know, it, there's always different sides to it, you know, that you're not being represented correctly. But, you know, it's worked so far for these particular um, buyers. But again, I did it my whole career. Yeah. I did it in commercial. I did it in residential. And a lot yeah. of times they knew I was going to get this deal to the table. As long, you know what, Mark, it all boils down to the agent and doing the right thing. That's all. all right. So it Have goes it. back to what we talked about before. Yeah. Do the right thing. All right. Take us out. All right. So, so with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? So, Mark, we are up to our guest segment. And we are happy to welcome back Javier Nichols with the new agent handbook. And he's going to talk about knowing your numbers. It's an important Javier. topic. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How you guys doing? Very good. Good to see you again. Oh, it's good to be seen. So, yes, uh, going over the numbers. So I've listened to you guys talk a lot about the real estate market. because That's what you do. And there is a time to really start to buckle down to pay a close attention to the numbers before making a move, especially when listing your home. Because as we know, the market has shifted, not crashed, but shifted. And you can be stuck on the market longer than anticipated if you do not know your numbers. Yeah, I mean, there's. I've been noticing people that were overpriced are now facing reality and there's been more price reductions than I've seen for a while but it's still the best time ever to sell oh absolutely I tell people that every day and it's still a good time to buy right yeah. there there is a lot of opportunity out here and I tell people every day but just going in and just for those of you listening just actually writing down median days on market Median days on market is going to allow you to see the temperature of that particular area that you're looking to buy or sell in before you make that move. Okay. And another stat that I want to leave with you guys, I got a long list, of course, I'm, I will keep it short. But another stat I would love for everyone to know is sales price to original price ratio. Have you guys heard about that one before? Yeah, I hear. I used to talk about it all the time, but hardly anybody understands that. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So let me just quickly break it down, right? So when you're looking at that number and that percentage, it's going to always be a percentage. This is going to help you before you list your home for those sellers out there. 
uh, before you list your home, you look at that percentage. And if people are paying 96% of asking price, then now you know where you need to come in that on your listing. But if you're a buyer and you see that people are paying 115% in this market, then you know that you have to go over asking. So again, this is just one of those facts that if you know before you go, it can definitely help you out. Yeah, and the agent should be giving you that kind of information at their listing appointment and letting you know what the competition is. 100%, 100%. And I did hear you speak earlier about realtors. Uh, there is a difference, a big difference when you're dealing with a real estate agent and a realtor. And for all the realtors out there, we give you these details before you list your home, before you go out and buy a home, because that's what we live by. So I wanted to make a point to point that out for all of you out there thinking about buying a home. Make sure you are working with a realtor. Yeah. I yeah mean, because you're prepared. Oh, 100%. And, and keep in mind, another stat for you guys to write down is median sales price. This is going to give you an indication of the actual number before you list your home. Because if you go out and you're listing your home above the median, then you need to have some type of feature that justifies that. Not just because your agent believes or your agent's telling you this. This is very crucial because there's a lot of agents that are transactional only and they will lead you astray if you're not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, and emotional, you can't, emotional doesn't get to increase the value of the house because you're emotionally attached to it. And that's something that people have a hard time letting go of. Yeah, plus, plus they- Like me. They listen to, <laughs> they listen to rumors. You know, right. Uncle Harry told them that, yeah, they're selling for this, you know, right. based on what? Exactly. And that's what we have to be really cognizant of right now in this market. For those of you looking to invest, looking to buy, looking to sell, for those agents looking to increase your business, pay attention to the numbers. If you do not know how to find these numbers, you reach out to me, guys. I'm, I, I'm connected nationally. Of course, we have a lot of listeners out there, but reach out to me. I will show you where to find these numbers in your market. Yeah, I mean, you, a good agent is going to, a good need analysis with the seller is crucial. Same with a buyer. Right? But I mean, they don't, they don't understand a lot of this stuff. And, and a lot of it, you know, they're Googling at Zillow and, and then they're all over the place comparing yeah, apples with oranges. You know, 100% true, 100% true. But the more you know, and for those agents out there who are listening to this, it's better for you to be prepared with your clients. There are guides to even your contracts where it, it breaks down the paragraph so it's in plain English. So this is for, again, there's a lot right. of people out there who really need to understand when you're entering this market how to do it with precision and not end up in a situation where now you're the sad story that everyone's spreading. Yeah, I, I wish uh, Mayor Kenny of Philadelphia and his <laughs> old uh, uh, property property department would uh, use a little, they just reassessed everybody and I looked at the map and on my block alone, every house is different. It's right. this, And then you look at a row, a, a row in Fishtown where there's you know, 53 story brownstones and every house has a different tax assessment. Like, how does that happen? Yeah. 
<laughs> People got to pay attention to those numbers as well. That that can change a lot. So yeah, I think there's it is, a couple it is hundred that thousand time appeals. Where, oh, hundred percent. And we have to pay attention because you can't just read the headlines anymore, folks. The headlines yeah. are over. You have to read the entire article and dig deep so you know what's going on to help you make that good decision. Yeah. And that's one of the problems. Our, our, one of our whole problems with our show is that we don't we can't talk to everybody. And so the rest of the people are that are getting their information from where? Little sound bites. The national media barely covers any detail. You know, it's broad strokes. So that doesn't matter to you in your neighborhood. Like Philly is a, a good example because it's a city of neighborhoods. I mean, you could cross cross a zip code in Philly and prices change dramatically. Dramatically, right. And so do the taxes. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know, I'm 100%. a half a mile from Montgomery County. If I moved my, picked my house up and moved it a half a mile, my taxes would triple. Sure. <laughs> For sure. So and you that, need to, and there, you need and to know the numbers. And there is a resource that we realtors have which allows us to really navigate our market with precision. And that resource is called RPR. I'm sure many of you have heard it before. I'm sure you guys have heard it before, but it's seldomly talked about because that's going to bridge the gap from those who are not aware of the, of the actual numbers and what's going on in their market. That's gonna allow them to now become aware instantaneously. So for those out there that are listening, make sure you remember the name Realtors Property Resource. Yeah, yeah, that's an amazing um, feature that you go over, Javier. It really is. I mean, pe- you blow people's minds with that. That's my secret weapon. Whenever it I is. go and do speaking engagements, I pull that out, <laughs> and people are like, "Whoa!" Because the heat map, yeah. the heat map alone allows you to track up and coming trends in your market, and therefore, because real estate is one of the only industries, the only industry that promotes insider trading. Meaning if you're a real estate agent and you find a phenomenal deal, you can buy that house yourself. There is nothing stopping you from doing this. So if you are using tools to help clients find properties, then you too can use that same tool to find your next real estate property. So take advantage. Yeah, especially agents that stay in the 20%, all kinds of things cross their plate. Majority of them never buy, though, because of their disc, and they always got objections of what could happen <laughs> and what if happens. Right. But, but you know, I tell all the students that I say, you know, nine, you're all getting a license because you want to be a realtor and you want to be an investor. I'm telling you right now, 90% of these will never buy one because you won't be able to pull the trigger. Yes. You know, if you don't take any chances, nothing happens. And it helps you with your clients if you experience it yourself. Yeah. Go out there and buy some real estate. No doubt about it. We keep saying, no risk it, no biscuit. <laughs> I love that. That'd be a cool tattoo. <laughs> so, Javier, if somebody wants to get a hold of you or has questions, what is the best way for them to reach you? Yes, the best way to reach me is to go to the one and only newagenthandbook.com. My cell phone and email is in the top right-hand corner. And while you're at it, register for our weekly mastermind. Very good. Awesome. Well, as always, it was great having you on the show today. Um, I look forward to doing our seminars. I think I, I even convinced you to come out to Florida. So it's going to yes. be awesome. Stay tuned. It's going to be awesome. Do this. Yep. Thank you. Thank All, right. All right. Thank you. So coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. 
10 myths buyers and sellers believe in the current market. And this is part two. Right. All right. Very good. Thank you, Javier. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive all the time. We'll be right back. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So what are we at, end? So, Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, and this is actually part two of the 10 myths buyers and sellers believe in the current market. Yeah, I started this last week, and I got to, I think, number five. But And there's just a lot of myths out there about the market. Uh, one was... Sellers didn't, didn't didn't have to do any kind of preparation prior to selling. That was number one. I explained that one. Yep. You can re, you can re listen to one on our podcast. No crazy asking prices was myth two. Three was check in after closing is free and guaranteed as a seller. You know so that was about people staying in the home after you sold it to them. Uh, next one was four selling is as easy. As is, is easy. And that was another myth to people advertising the home as is, thinking they don't have to do anything and just scaring away buyers, even though the house was in great shape. And number five was buyers must let go of the unexpected sellers, have become accustomed to unexpected situations in which buyers drop theirs in this market. Different buyers have different risk of tolerance. The biggest deal of somebody's life has already caused a bunch of anxiety. I did a thing on... Buyer's remorse a couple of weeks ago, not to mention risk the unexpected, like abandoning inspections and, and buyers giving up all kinds of stuff, appraisals, financing, going cash. You know, sellers need to recognize that buyers at least don't want to give up everything. You know, it's got to be a win-win. And number six was I'll wait until the prices drop. And I've heard people say this one, and I think they're going to be waiting a long time before these prices come down much. If they just get back to normal, you're still going to be high. I mean, the average price since we've been on a radio 13 years is like tripled. Yeah. So, you know, waiting around for these prices to drop is going to be a mistake. I would, they're still appreciating. I'd get in when you can. And then seven was everybody, and this is the media with the doom and gloom. If it bleeds, it leads. Right. You know, the housing market's going to collapse. Given the rise in prices, some buyers believe we're we're posed for a big nosedive. You know, the, the 2008 crash was a completely different situation. And, and you need to understand what was going back there with all the crazy first and second mortgages and the bad, unstable people that rolled the dice. I actually wrote a song about it. <laughs> about the <laughs> of two, course you did. 2000, you know, I thought the worst was 2010, but you know, that too big to fail whole thing when the government was throwing 600 billion in and then they were supposed to, you know, do things to help people with mortgages. And all they did was give out bonuses and we're not in that market. And there was a lot of regulations put in and we're not going to have a big crash like 08. Number eight, it's important to, you know, let go of all the surprises. Many buyers 
They have to let go of some contingencies to be competitive in this market. You might have to do certain things, but make sure you're totally pre-approved. Everything's underwritten. You're ready to go before you even start. You know, don't go shopping for a house without getting all your ducks in line because you ain't not going to have time to get pre-approved and get everything done before the other six or seven offers, they're ready to go. And number nine, you there's this myth you can't negotiate overpriced properties. Yes, you can. If you don't ask, the answer is no. So, like, if you put the offer in, you think you're right, you took everything into account, like what they were selling for, you got a good agent, you looked at the market, you looked at the competition, you looked at what appraised, what's pending, then you offer what you can offer. You know, if it's just because somebody thinks they're going to get an extra 50 grand doesn't necessarily mean that's going to happen. And it's not always about money. It could They could take your offer at a lower price because sellers can pick who they want to sell to as long as they don't discriminate. I've had a lot of deals that happened like that. It wasn't about the money. They wanted the family. They didn't want the investor. Exactly. That kind of stuff happens. Exactly. That happens, you know? And and then the other one was best to buy off-profit, off-market properties, which are hard to find. Now, you know, you can look for them, and if you have a good agent, maybe they'll come with someone that will come across your plate. This is like people used to say to me, I remember, I want to buy one of those foreclosures. So, all right. So, like, where? Okay, I think I could find you one at, like, uh, 65th and Woodland. You want to buy that one? No, probably not. Let's work by neighborhood, and if there happens to be one in your neighborhood that you're looking, then maybe you give it a shot. That's that's a terrible way. I used to, I used to have a lot... I would, and a lot of my agents would have people call in like the 10, 11, 12 market. I want to buy one of those foreclosures. Yeah. So like, let's narrow that down. If there's one in the area you want to be in, maybe you give it a shot. But you're just going to, are you going to just going to buy one because you can get a cheap deal? Do you want to live in a certain area that's maybe not that great because it's a foreclosure? There's so many myths out there. That's why, like what Javier was talking about, I mean, you need a good agent in this market because they need to know what they're doing. Anybody that got a license after 2005 has never been in a market like this before. The closest we had to this market was like 2002 to 2005. After that, we we weren't in a market like this. A A lot of agents didn't survive past 08. That's right. All right, great topic. And Mark, I guess you're going to continue next week as well? No, that's it. We covered enough of that. All right. (laughs) All right, Mark. So everyone needs to stay tuned for next week when we will, when Dr. Abelson will rejoin us. Um, He is on vacation this week, um, but we're definitely looking forward to what he has to say um, next week because his segments are always amazing. And I know you wanted to bring something up as well, right? Yeah, uh, about the show, actually. we we Good News in Real Estate has been on the air now 13 years. It'll be 14 years in October. So and we started when I was 20, right? <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I think I was 24. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> but what we have a thing in uh, July, August, that we look to add people to the Good News in Real Estate team. 
as sponsors. And we have businesses. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union has been with us 13 years. We have some really good sponsors. They get good exposure. Our market is the fifth largest media market in the country. And the signal, besides being online on Audacity, which reaches the whole country, the 1210 is the number one talk station in Philly, reaches from the Poconos to the Jersey Shore. So our market is very big. Just the metro market is 6.7 million. So we're looking for a couple people that want to join our team. We have a really good marketing package. It's not that expensive. We have payment plans and you, you'll get guest spots, as many as you want a year, and you get a big exposure to a large audience. And we are the only real estate show in that market. So if you know any businesses that would like to get involved with us, I do it personally for my real estate school. I get a lot of calls from it. It spreads my name, my business out there. And it doesn't have to necessarily be related to real estate, but any kind of home inspectors, roofers, builders, anybody that wants to grow their business. To get the exposure. Yep, yeah, it's to a get great that exposure. Platform. And plus, you know, like the yep. way I look at it with the school, it's a great, t- my accountant loves it because it's a great right. write-off. And and <laughs> otherwise, I'm giving that money to Uncle Sam. So, you know, th- it's a double-edged sword. You can get all the exposure, grow your business, have your name grow, especially if you want to try to brand your name. We can yeah. really help with that. But being and- on this show, Mark, I mean, our audience has been loyal our audience has been with us for a very long time. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're true listeners and we have a lot of supporters. Yeah, we have people that call us and they, they look forward to the show every week. Every and week. Plus, and a lot of people listen, watch, you know, listen to the podcast from the previous shows. So, right. you know, if you want to and be a sponsor, also- give us a call. Yep. And we're also hitting the Florida, the Florida market as well. So if you're interested in being a sponsor, give Mark a call at 267-266-5501. Yes. And I will help you. Sounds good. And if you have any questions um, pertaining to the show, you can also email them at 8029 at comcast.net, or you can email me at Deanne Katsaris at comcast.net, or give me a call at 609 609- 605-7153. And a special thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in every week and keeping us on the air here on Talk Radio 1210. We hope you become a faithful listener. If you first time you ever tuned in, you can listen to this show every Saturday at 1 o'clock and also online. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is paid for by Jacob Media Partners. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Jacob Media or its guests and do not reflect the views of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program is pre-recorded.